Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And a glorious morning it is, friends, as we begin another broadcast day here on Political Coffee. I am your host, your benevolent dictator, talk show host. Yes, that's who I am, because I choose the topics that we talk about today. And I'm going to do that right now. So, let me ask you a question. There's a housing development, and and I forget who sent this to me, uh, one of our listeners. Housing development in North Carolina says, if you want to come and buy a house here, you are required to fly the American flag year-round. It's a 55-plus community. The developer says, our vision to combine the elements of American patriotism, home ownership as the American dream and the founding ideals of our country, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. All people of political parties are welcome, but everyone is expected to embrace the U.S. Constitution. The developer further said, it's very important to us that this is not presented as a political movement because it's not. We're not beholden any political figures or any political parties. So let me ask you this. Do you think this is appropriate? Now, in communities, many places that you buy into, there are these covenants, right? You agree to, you know, there are, there are certain standards and restrictions. You can't have your fence too high. You can't have too many cars parked out front, blah, blah, blah. Does this rise to that level? Is that a, correct? Is that the right thing to require you to fly the American flag? I will guarantee you that a leftist will purposefully attack this. It is not my, this is a violation of my First Amendment rights. My right. To not fly the American flag if I don't believe in it, if I don't like it. What do you think? It's an interesting story. I kind of like it. Don't you think? I also kind of like the story about Oregon could learn more from this early vote TV ad. Now, this is from this is Oregon Catalyst story. And this is all about getting on the bandwagon of, of yeah, we got to vote early. We got to be just like the Democrats. Because Republicans tend to wait until the day of. And we know how well that worked out in some places like Arizona. So is embracing all the ideas of the left that they're using, at least in part, to win, or does it matter? If you have electronic voting machine shenanigans, hacking, databases, algorithms that change votes, third-party hacking, 
as noted by a slew of Democrats, including Oregon's U.S. Senator Ron White. Does it matter how many early votes you put in? I still maintain that if you have machine voting hacking, that all of the early votes give a roadmap to the left, to the cheaters, the stealers of elections about how many votes they need to manufacture at the end. And it gives them days to do it afterwards, according to Oregon law. So what do you think? Should we vote early? Should we do what the left does? Or should we go back to same-day voting and paper ballots and showing ID? By the way, speaking of voting, there's an interesting story uh, in the Willamette Week. Now, I'll tell you what it is. You know, city of Portland is crazy. The city of Salem's not much different. And we'll get into what happened last night at the political coffee clutch. And thank you to all of you who showed up. The city of Portland's crazy. What they did is they voted in a new form of city government. They expanded the city council to 12 members. It's going to happen in 2025. So guess what's happening? The crazy lefties are coming up with all new kinds of training academies and boot camps and political action committees. But so are the business people. The business people who are traditionally lefty, who contribute to leftist candidates that run the city of Portland, yeah, they have figured it out. What have they figured out? <laughs> they figured out that they have to get organized and that the communists under Sarah Inarone, who supposedly was progressive Kansas, this woman was a, an absolute communist, still is a communist, admitted, man against Ted Wheeler, She's getting in the, here's the deal. When you have that many seats that's divided up, you don't need that many votes in a small geographic area to win. That's why this is so important. The downtown business people, many of whom are going to have to go bankrupt because a lot of those downtown properties are just flat, not inhabitable. Businesses are leaving. It's a massive number of people that, and businesses that have left Portland, especially downtown. And those properties, many of them are refinanced or financed through regional banks. This is the next shoe to drop, folks. It's something like a trillion plus. It's a huge amount of money that is going to hurt the next generation. Well, it's just going to hurt all of us. Why? Because regional banks are going to take the brunt of it. A lot of this debt is coming due. It's a trillion and a half dollars. And it's held mostly by regional banks. This means that your great little regional bank is going to get swallowed up. Just like what happened with these previous regional banks. All of that's in play, folks. And the reason this is happening is because of woke leftist policies. 
the city of Portland is continuing down this pathway. And what they're doing with having voted in this expansion of the council, they're going to make it easier for more leftist communists to be trained how to go out and campaign and win. But is it the wrong timing? This is the opportunity before us. Because I think the timing is wrong. Let me tell you why. Again, I go back to that vote in Multnomah County that rejected by 82%, which is an astonishing number, rejected a new tax on rich people to fund lawyers to go sue landlords in the evictions process. You know, the deadbeats that won't pay their rent because they've gotten used to it uh, because of the COVID rules. Yeah, those folks, they rejected that. Now, that's a stunning thing if you figure it out in far left-wing Multnomah County. This is the opportunity that is before us in Salem. Let me draw that parallel. It's the same thing that happened. I had it on the show plan, talked about it yesterday, talked about it last night at the political coffee clatch. Even though I wasn't there, I was there. It was Curtis, and thank you to Curtis, former mayor of Willa Mina, who got me on the phone as I was going around and around the field in my combine, trying to get my crop in, made this point. Eugene City Council last a couple of nights ago rescinded its ban on natural gas for all new construction. Why? Because the people rose up and filed a petition and gathered signatures to put it to a vote, not not to just outright repeal it, but to put a repeal up to the vote. And they did it in record time and they gathered twice as many signatures. That scared the living daylights out of the Eugene City Council because they know something's up. Folks, this action of the Salem City Council is far worse. Why? Because this hits every single employee of any company, including the state of Oregon, that works in Salem. This hits union members, government employee, SEIU, AFSCME, teachers union members that work inside the city limits of Salem. They don't like it. Why? Because they're having the deal with inflation, Joe Biden's inflation, new and increasing taxes. They're having to deal with all of it. They're seeing their cost of living rise far faster than what their increase in their their paycheck is. They're getting it. They're understanding it. This is the opportunity before us in Salem. And it's what I talked about last night. This is the opportunity to put forward a repeal petition of this new tax because people are riled up. I will tell you, you would expect people in this audience, yes, to be riled up. And many of them were because it was getting text messages from people saying that people were riled up at the meeting last night. But I will, and people talked last night about anecdotal stories 
about people they're talking to in the community who are also riled up about it. This is your opportunity. Never let a crisis go to waste, right? That's the Democrats' mantra. Well, let's, as conservatives, not let this crisis go to waste. We need people in the community to step up and lead an effort to repeal this tax. And there was some great discussion last night about having barbecue protests, like we talked about happened against State Representative Charlie Conrad's place down in rural Lane County. And thanks to Mark Cosby and others, Layla, that were up there. In fact, I got the request to use Petunia the pig, right? Petunia the pig from my old organization, Oregon Capital Watch Foundation. We used to drive around the state highlighting wasteful pork spending, handing out the porker award. We could do that again. We could do it with protesting city councilors who voted in favor of this tax. Friends, I'm telling you, this is an opportunity. You have to look at this as an opportunity. You got to look at this in a positive thing. It isn't a positive thing, but it is. The opportunity is permanent political realignment of how people think and vote in the city of Salem. State workers, school district employees, prison employees, right on down the line, county employees. They don't want more money out of their paycheck also. Why? Because there are increasing amounts of money being deducted from their paycheck for everything else that gets passed. Local bond issues, higher property taxes, on and on and on. This is why we need a repeal, not a recall of the councilors. I'll talk more about that on the other side. Am I right about it? Am I wrong? You tell me. 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buke GMC Talk. I'm back in a moment at 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Good morning. Sorry about that. Back we are back, 22 minutes past the top of the hour. By the way, there is a um, ongoing situation you need to be aware of about Disney. Folks, I'm done with Disney. I'm not subscribing to their subscription service. I'm not watching their movies. And I would not take any of my children or grandchildren to Disneyland or Disney World, period. Why? Listen to this. Disney has a new cartoon. It's pure evil. It's a story in the Gateway Punted. It's about a girl who inherits a ritualistic killing, blood-drinking cult from her father. This video, you can watch this cartoon. Now, folks, 
why would Disney do this? Well, Disney is produced out of, guess where? Hollywood. Now, folks, the only way that the board at Disney is going to figure this out is if their stock collapses, their profits collapse. These woke corporations like Bud Light and so forth are one thing. But this, folks, is pure evil. You should read this story. This is part of the cultural battle that we must engage in. Yet, there are Christian pastors and preachers, and I forget who it was that sent me a a pastor's biblical sermon against those of us who stand up for our Christian heritage. No kidding. Saying that the us being involved in politics, we should just leave it up to God. Folks, that's why we're in the mess we're in. You see, the preachers who preached during the Revolutionary War didn't leave it up to God. In some cases, they led entire regiments in battle. No kidding. Until the church wakes up, and I'm talking Christianity as a whole, whether you're evangelical or Catholic, doesn't matter. Until we wake up and understand what's happening here. Our culture is being destroyed on purpose. Social media has something to do with it, yes. Traditional media has something to do with boardrooms, publicly traded corporations that embrace this, not just woke theology, but evil, sick theology. Where do they draw the line? What's next? Pedophilia? What's next? The murder of young children or the torture of them to get their blood levels up to drink adrenochrome, chrome, which apparently is a practice done. Jim Caviezel talked about that, by the way, just recently. It's apparently a practice done in Hollywood. Sick beyond sick. What's next that Disney will embrace? Hmm? You need to read this story. You need to share it with other people. Why would Disney do that? Think about the great traditions that we grew up with. Mickey Mouse. All the great Disney cartoons. And yet, this is the garbage they're putting out. The only way we fix this is to let our voices be heard and to share it with others, to let people know, educate them so they understand what's going on. In fact, there's a story in the Liberty Dave, and I'll bring it up. Jim Caviezel says, I brought up adrenochrome. After I brought up adrenochrome, all of Hollywood canceled me. He put out a video. Yep, I'll have that. On the show today, also, Bud Light's in big trouble. 
got hit with the Costco Death Star. That's what needs to happen with Disney. Yeah, so the boycott and Costco now, folks. You see, there are reports now circulating, according to the story, it's a red state story, indicating Bud Light products in some locations have gotten the, quote, Death Star from Costco. It's the little asterisk in the right-hand corner of the sales description. Death Star. It's the number 97. It's a Costco code that indicates the product is being subjected to big discount and they have they have an example of it. Now at some point that hurts Anheuser-Busch's profits to the point that maybe they'll wake up. They haven't yet. They're still sponsoring trans parades and doing all kinds of things. Uh, 503-589-1220 the Power of Duke GMC talk line. Back in a moment I want to talk a little bit more about the opportunity that's in front of us with the Salem City Council imposed tax and how we can fix it, how we can repeal it, but more importantly, how that can pay big political dividends down the road. All of that when we come back in your phone calls and emails on the other side of the break, 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. That's the call-in number. You can weigh in on this story about, you know... Should you have to fly the American flag if you buy a home in a particular development that says up front, if you buy a home here, you are required to fly the American flag? Well, that's lit some people up, so I'll read some emails about that. Should, should that be a requirement? By the way, also, there's... A bill, a couple of bills, one in particular that affects me personally. That is obvious it was a deal made in exchange for House Bill 2002. Republicans sticking around, allowing your parental rights and the damage that occurs with 10-year-olds having abortions and criminals getting away with it. Yeah, because whoever impregnated the 10-year-old girl is a criminal, folks. Even under Oregon law, they get away with it because they get to destroy the evidence. And nobody tells the parents. Yes, that loophole is still there. The transgenderism stuff. There was a deal made. You know what it is? This is one of many examples. This is the sickness of politics. 
The policy is right. I'm not arguing that. It's the deal that was wrong. Because the damage to this is far greater and far more lasting than what Republicans think they got. I'm going to share that with you in a moment. Again, 503-589-1220 is the power Buick GMC talk line. Art writes a text message that said, Jeff, attendance at Disneyland and Disney World is way down. I think they said about 60%. This is that story about Disney's got a new cartoon, a kid's cartoon, about a character who, a child who inherits from their father a blood-drinking satanic cult. Huh? Yeah, that's right. And I will have on the show plan the video of Jim Caviezel saying, after I brought up Adrenochrome, all of Hollywood canceled me. Uh, yep. That's right. By the way, don't let your failing heat pump cancel you in the hot days that are coming. Yeah, we're going back to the 90s, maybe the 100s. Don't live miserably in your house or, frankly, your business. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll fix it for you. And, you know, if you have systemic problems that have been in place for a while, why don't you talk to them about a permanent solution? Changing your system. They'll work with you on it. They're really good about that. It's one of the great benefits you get by dealing with Freedom Heating and Air. You don't believe me? Go to their website. Check it out for yourself. Freedomheatingandair.net. Freedom, heating, and air, all one word, dot net. Or call them, 503-580-1456, So get out to your place right away and make your life better today. Gail writes an email about this story, about this housing development in North Carolina that says, you know what, if you're going to buy a house here, guess what? You must fly the American flag. Gail writes this. I love the idea of a community embarrassing the Constitution and being proud to fly. I, I think she meant embracing the Constitution and being proud to fly our flag. One is not required to buy in that community. It would not be nice to pick neighbors who are like-minded, willing to stand for each other. I wish I had several hundred acres to do the same. God bless them. Well, not under... Not under... Um, Oregon land use law, you can't. But in other places that have embraced Oregon's communistic anti-constitution land use policies, yeah, you can do that. And a good example of what she's talking about is that huge, massive development in Florida. Trying to remember the name of it. You guys know what I'm talking about. It is filled full of military veterans, like-minded people. You know, it's not a bad idea. You know, if you want to embrace leftism, go move to Portland or Eugene. If you want to embrace liberty, why not move to a city that has this kind of a requirement, a development? You got to fly the flag. You got to be like-minded. You got to embrace the Constitution. I kind of like that. Doug writes an email about early voting. Vote early. Vote for bankers, since bankers have all the power and control all politicians. 
the politicians do whatever bankers tell them to do. Why not have elections for bankers? Well, I got to tell you something. There's more truth to that statement than you realize, folks. John writes an email about last night's meeting, the political coffee class. And by the way, thanks to all of you who took time to show up. The official count is 44 people. Thank you. Regarding Senator Boquist. Said last night, Brian Boquist had an election complaint that we could email or mail to the Secretary of State. He mentioned that you would have it available online. How do we get that? We're putting that complaint up on Oregon Citizen Lobby website. OregonCitizensLobby.org. Okay? Really simple to get there. It's all one word. Oregon Citizens Lobby, citizens, that's plural, Oregon Citizens, meaning more than one, OregonCitizensLobby.org. Okay, now I need to make it, uh, in looking, I don't see it um, where it needs to be, so I'll get it up there. I'll make sure that somebody gets it up there if we can. So that it's right on the face of the website. So it's easy to get to. In the meantime, you, of course, can send me an email and I'll send it to you directly from Senator Boquist. But he's right. Especially when it comes to Senator Prozansky. Senator Prozansky, and I believe that Senator Boquist is absolutely 100% correct, is serving in violation of the Oregon Constitution. He's serving in two government posts at the same time. He's serving as a judge, folks, and a state senator. Can't do that. He's gotten away with it all this time. By the way, Doug says, regarding homeowner associations, they'll tell you what color to paint your outbuildings. They'll tell you not to walk around with your 12-gauge and that you can't hunt on your own land. If you have a clear shot and a good shovel, there really ain't a good reason to bother with the homeowners association. Yeah, that's that's... That's true. That's hard to argue with. Corby says, flying the flag. He says, I don't see a problem with requiring people to fly the flag. If they don't like it, they don't have to live there. If they were forced to, that's a different story. He means forced to live there. That would be different. I agree. Likewise, it's the same story here in my country. This country was created on God-given rights and values. If you don't believe or understand that, then get out of my country and quit trying to change it. Yes, it's really just that simple. It's a good point. Julie writes an email. The Sound of Freedom script. Here's here's an, an irony about this. She writes, the Sound of Freedom script was originally owned by Disney. It was made five years ago by Angel Studios. The powers that be fought it from coming to the screen. They lost. The audience who have viewed it won. They were opposed because it brings the idea of child selling for all types of evils forces the viewer to deal with that idea. It forces us to deal with it. One must wonder how many unaccompanied minors will find themselves like this in this world of deprivation. Little wonder Disney is opposed to it. They prefer evil cartoons to a decent movie starring a wonderfully decent actor. Now for the sales pitch. 
everyone should take time to see this movie. And you should. Go see The Sound of Freedom. It is creating records. But more importantly, after you see it, talk about it on social media and urge others to go see it. Because what's happening on the southern border and admittedly by the federal government, 85,000 children who have unaccompanied minors have come across the border and have been lost in America. How many of them are going to end up being victims of satanic cults? Linda writes an email. Yes, it's the villages in Florida for conservatives. Thank you. Thank you so much, Linda, for reminding me about that. Now, look, folks, the opportunity last night is twofold, and this is why Brian Boquist is a man on a mission, and he's right. We must continue to file complaints with the Marion County DA and with the sheriff about Democrat corruption, and then file complaints against the Supreme Court Chief Justice of Oregon. Why? Because that person allows violation of the Constitution in Oregon by swearing in people like Floyd Przanski back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk Line. This is the last segment for the day. Your opportunity to call and talk about any of these things we're talking about. Folks, the deal that was made to pass this heinous bill, House Bill 2002, Charlie, which still allows 10-year-olds to have abortions without parental consent, which still allows transgender treatments without parental consent or knowledge. That bill, passed because Republicans allowed it to pass. They provided quorum. Now, what did they get in, in for doing that? We got two bills for farmers. 2073, House Bill 2073 and Senate Bill 498. 2073 put certain agricultural processors on the same playing field as others for paying the gross receipts tax, the hidden sales tax, cat tax. And in Senate Bill 498, and this is the one that really impacts me, increases the estate tax credit for generational farms, ranches, fisheries, and forests. That was not a good trade for losing your parental rights for what we have now put in place in Oregon. And by the way, the governor hasn't signed that bill yet. She may veto it. And we need to look, uh, and, and I need a group of you to 
maybe Avis or Donna or some of the others of you that are retired and you have some time to do this, to get organized and to literally go through the big funding bill, the Christmas tree bill, Senate Bill 5506, and see who got the pork, district by district. This was not a good trade, folks. Because once you put these policies in place, they're in place forever. We don't repeal these laws. The loss of parental rights here is stunning. And again, shame on Oregon right to life for saying, ah, it's the best deal we're going to get. No, it wasn't. The best deal was for them to stay out and let it die. And then negotiate your way into a one-day special session. Or negotiate bills like this because you could have got this anyway. The Senate Bill 498 benefits me directly in that it increases the limit. There's a story about that. I'll have that on the um, Capitol Press story. The limit for farm and families up to 15 million. Now, we sort of have something like that today, but it has all kinds of conditions. It has 36 conditions on it. And Kevin Mannix supported this. By the way, Bill Hansel supported this. Both of them allowed, by giving the Democrats quorum, the heinous bill, House Bill 2002C, to pass, and House Bill 2005, more unconstitutional gun restrictions. Are they right on the policy? Yes, they are. This is the right thing to do. When my dad died, he left my brother and I two pieces of land and a few other things. And it went over the current threshold of Oregon's estate tax limitation, which is only a million dollars. And in farmland today, that's nothing. Let me tell you. We had to pay 10% over that million dollars. We wrote a check to the state of Oregon for $51,000. This would have eliminated that. It'll eliminate it for my heirs when I die someday. It's the right policy, but it was the wrong way to get it, folks. This was the wrong thing, Kevin Mannix, Bill Hansel, for you guys to, in essence, sell us out. And that's what you did in exchange for this and other bills. We could have got it anyway if we'd have held firm. This is why elections matter. This is why we focus on it. This is why we focus on coming together. And this is why the opportunity to stop this kind of nonsense, well, it revolves around getting better candidates who are committed to their core principles, like the Brian Boquist, the Kim Thatchers, and these other senators who have given up their seats, in essence, their ability to run for re-election, We need those kinds of people who will not cut deals, but will stand firm. Otherwise, the republic is lost, folks. Think about it. Thank God our founders didn't 
use the same justifications in their minds when it came to the Revolutionary War and inalienable rights. Thank God they didn't make that calculation. They stood firm. They pledged their lives, their fortunes, their sacred honor. Thank God they did. Those are the men and women we need to get behind now. Those are the men and women like Julie Hoy, counselor, who came last night and talked about the battle going on inside the city council. We need to help her and others get elected. We need to go after those who chose not to listen to us. The end, the stories today in the news media about this, it's overwhelming. Oregonian has a story. The overwhelming opposition to this new tax in Salem. This is our opportunity. Embrace it. We need a repeal petition, not a recall of the councilors. A repeal. That will go a lot further than anything else. So will your dollars, by the way, if you go visit. My Power Honda. Honda is one of our great sponsors, Power Honda. They're down in Albany. They have 939 vehicles available today. Go to MyPowerHonda.com. They have great pre-owned certified vehicles, and they have new Hondas. MyPowerHonda.com. Quickly, let's go to Gary. Gary, go. Welcome. Hey, Jeff. Go, Dax. Go, Beavs. Like I always say, the Republican Party would be great if it wasn't for the politics. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. So uh, last night I went down uh, to the overpass uh, with my two signs, Jesus Loves Oregon and Parents' Rights. And uh, I couldn't believe the uh, response. I mean, I got a few of the uh, half-piece signs, but... Um, so much waving and people have uh, forgot how to wave and be friendly because of the COVID and now they're, they're starting to learn it again but uh, the cutest thing was a, a little family of three was waving and the little girl uh, out the back window started waving with her little princess uh, uh, outfit and then she brought her doll out and had the doll wave how cool Thanks for how doing cool. that, folks. That's another example how you can show your patriotism. Go Ducks. Difference. Dave, go Bees. Thanks for the email about how pastors who take our founding fathers suffer damnation for revolt and tyranny. Great See you tomorrow.